So Revelations 20, 12. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every man, according to their works. When animals die, we tell the young ones that their favorite pet who just died is in doggy heaven or in cat heaven. When someone we know, love, we know and love dies, we are told they are in a better place. They were good people, and they are in a better place. But are they? We have so far removed ourselves from the very thought of hell that we cannot bring ourselves to speak of someone going there for fear of making the one who just lost a loved one suffer more. I understand. We want to be nice. We don't want to hurt feelings. We want to say, oh, they're in a better place. Oh, they're over their pain. But if they don't know Jesus, according to the Bible, they're not. We hear people say, if only I could get a glimpse heaven for a second. Oh, how wonderful it would be. Well, what about asking to see hell for a few seconds that we might tell of how terrible it might be? If we could see hell for just a second or two, how might that motivate us to tell other people? We have been so conditioned to be polite and nice and not offend that we no longer preach of death and hell. We've stopped believing that it is real. We have stopped telling people it is real. We have stopped living as if it is real. We have stopped preaching that if you do not accept Christ, you will be in hell forever and ever. In fact, if you listen to some unsaved folks, they say, I'm going to hell because that's where my friends are and we're going to have a party all the time. Well, let's look and see what happens when you get to hell from the mouth of Jesus himself. Luke 16, 23. And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water, and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. Does that sound like a guy who went to hell with his friends and is having a party? No. They do not know the truth of hell. They do not understand it as a place of eternal torment. It is a place of eternal darkness, even in the flames. You ever been in a fire before? You're standing there, you're looking at the fire, you're warming yourself in the fire, you turn around, you cannot see anything because the flames have blinded you to everything around you. It's eternal darkness. It is a place that no one in their right mind should ever want to go for one minute, let alone for an eternity. You say, well, I believe it's real, but do you? You say it's real, but do you testify it to save those you know from it? To save those you know from torment? Do you testify of hell to the folks you know so that they don't go there? Do you testify to save them from that torment, from that gnashing of teeth, from the weeping, from the worm that dieth not, 
for eternity. They shall want a drop of water and there will be no relief. For an eternity, they will regret their rejection of Christ. They will remember their ridicule of anything good and holy. And they will remember you who did not tell them of hell. Do you weep for souls that will forever be cast into a pit reserved for the devils and the angels who tried to overthrow God? Hell was made for the devil. Hell was made for the devil and his angels. That Lucifer, who stood in heaven and thought he could be as God, and for the third of the angels who followed him in that rebellion. Hell was created for them, not for man, but for them. Hell is their final destination. They will pay for their crimes against God. They will pay for their crimes against humanity. Hell is also a place that any who turn their back on Christ and his sacrifice on the cross will go to. Any who do not receive him shall go to hell. Now you say, how could a good and loving God throw people into a place like that? God doesn't throw people into a place like that. 2 Peter 2, 4. For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment. If God spared and spared not the old world, but saved Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the ungodly and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes condemned with an overthrow, making them an example unto those that after should live ungodly and delivered just lot, vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. For that righteous man dwelling among them in seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful with their unlawful deeds. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. What you just saw was God delivered Noah. Why? Because Noah knew God and accepted him. God delivered Lot. God delivered Jonah from the well. God delivered people time and time and time again. Why? Because they trusted on him. They placed their faith in him. God sends no one. God sends no one to hell. They choose it by choosing to reject his son. That good and just God created earth. Gave his son to die for you. And then gave you the Bible and the pricking of the Holy Spirit, the call to him. That good and just God has done everything so that you will know of the truth of sin, the truth of his son, and the truth of hell. He has given so much that if you reject him, it is truly a willfulness that is purposeful. You are purposefully rejecting him willfully if you do not follow all of the things he has given you, if you do not hear the call, if, if you do not adhere to the call, answer the door when the Spirit's knocking on it. If you don't do that, 
If you don't read the Bible, if you don't look out into creation and see a Savior, I don't know how you can't. There is a God. The Ethiopian searched for that God and found him because God sent him someone to testify. He was searching. Cornelius was searching for someone. Naaman searched for a cure. God sent people when people searched for him. Don't tell me God uh, sends people to hell. No. People choose to reject him. People choose to ignore him. Thereby causing their trip to hell. Not him. Here's the question. All those Christians out there who are listening right now. What are you doing with your knowledge of hell? Are you out testifying to keep everyone out of hell? Are you out testifying? Are you out witnessing? Are you telling people of the eternal torment coming? What about your baby girl, your baby boy? You know that sweet angel you tuck into bed every night. Are you witnessing for them? If not, that sweet baby boy and that sweet baby girl will go to hell. Are you witnessing to them? Are you being an example in your home for them to see what a godly life is and know that there is a God? Are you sacrificing your life to live for him for them? That's the question. What about that precious grandchild? What about your mother, that dear old saint? What about your father? Are you witnessing or will you one day watch them being cast into the lake of fire? Will you one day watch them being cast into the fires of hell as you stand there knowing full well you did not witness, you did not have a testimony, you didn't sacrifice your life living for God that they might come to know him? You will know and they will know. One day you will stand before God as those lost souls are tossed into eternal torment. And you shall know them, and they will know you. They will spend all eternity in hell. And their last sight will be of you who didn't testify or witness. You who didn't get up out of that chair and tell them. You who didn't go to church to be an example. You who didn't live in your own home as a testimony of a living God and of a real hell. They're going to know of it. They're going to understand it. And they're going to let you know. And they're going to remember it for all eternity. As they're in hell and in torment, they're going to remember you who didn't tell them. Who didn't care enough to tell them. Who didn't sacrifice to tell them because it was too inconvenient. It might offend them. They're going to know. And they're going to remember. They're going to remember the God they rejected. That will forever be in their thoughts and on their tongues. How we have failed them. How we didn't tell them, knowing this is the final destination, how we have let it go is beyond me. How we in our laziness and our safety and security of our salvation didn't tell them because after all, someone will. No, they won't. If you don't, no one will. Don't you leave that up to somebody else. Don't you trust their eternal salvation, their eternal security, their eternal torment to somebody else. Make sure you're telling them about it because if you don't do it, nobody's going to. Am I my brother's keeper? On that fateful day, you will be. 
On that final day, you will be crying over every lost soul that you failed. You will see sister, brother, mother, father, grandchild, great-grandchild tossed into hell, and you will know the truth that you failed them, I failed them, we failed them. You will see the store clerk you saw every day, the bus driver, the teacher, the mailman, all tossed into the fiery pit if they do not come to a saving knowledge of Jesus. So I'm going to end this one more time with that final verse. You're going to see them tossed into hell. And they're going to see you. You will know you failed them. And they will know. You will know you failed them. And on that final day, they're going to look at you and they're going to know that you failed them too. So we're going to end with Revelations 20.12 again. We're going to read a couple of verses from the book of Revelation. And I want you to understand, everybody who doesn't know Jesus is going to hell. This right here says so. If you believe one word of the Bible, you have to believe it all. This is in the Bible. If you believe one iota of any part of that Bible, you must believe it all. And if you believe it all, you must believe that hell is real. And this right here tells you. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. How do you get your name in the book? You call on the name of the Lord Jesus. If you have called on the name of the Lord Jesus, how do you keep people you know out of hell? By telling them of the lake of fire. Telling them of Jesus and his salvation. Telling them of Jesus and his sacrifice for them. There's coming a day that you're going to see them cast into the lake of fire. They're going to know you, and you're going to know them, and your heart will fail within you while you watch them cast into the lake of fire. It's time we make it real. It's time we make it personal. And understand that everyone we know will go to hell if we don't talk to them. If we don't tell them. If we don't witness. If we don't testify. If we do not live sacrificially for God that they might know that there is a hell. We will be at fault on that day. 